You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. We welcome now Professor Yanni Rousseau, interim head of uh, the Wits Business School. Uh, Professor Rousseau, always a great pleasure chatting to you. What is your reaction to what the minister served up today? Good evening, Michael. Good evening to your listeners. Michael, uh, this budget really turns on the ability of the government to contain the civil service wage bill and the ability to contain wage bills, especially at executive level at state-owned enterprises. That's, it's, it's as simple as that. The civil service wage bill cannot be contained. The five-year plan of the government will not work out well. And that's why, uh, as much as it was mentioned, uh, the fact that uh, we are uh, seeing the wage bill being brought into conversations, uh, that uh, the finance minister and treasury and the team there, Dondo Mogajani, want to put a freeze and a cap, we still haven't reached an agreement. And uh, this is now some six or seven months into a pandemic that has laid bare how uh, dire our fiscal circumstances are. The fact that the two sides can't find each other after all of this time, doesn't inspire confidence. Yes, but uh, my feeling is that the Treasury engaged the trade unions and that we therefore have an opportunity to get it under control this time. It is our last opportunity if we do not get this to realise. We will definitely see further downgrades by uh, rating agencies. So, my money is on Treasury getting it right this time. After all, I've been warning about this since 2014, and then government didn't pay attention. So, six years later, my impression is that we will get it right. On, on the issue of some creative solutions here, what do you make of the idea to offer to anyone over the age of 55 in public service uh, the option to retire on full pension? And in that way, what you're doing is opening up positions lower down um, the, the salary curve. Uh, you're getting rid of some of the more um, uh, senior salary bill. And uh, I'm sure you can have an immediate uh, impact. Or do you think... Uh, civil servants won't bite your hand off for that? Well, uh, it will only have a positive effect if you do not fill those positions immediately. In other words, that you reduce civil service employment in the process by uh, implementing this. But the question becomes, if you give third people of 55 and above full service benefits as if they are 65, who's going to pick up the actual uh, liability as a result? By all sort of actual rules, it's necessary for the employer to pick that up, which will put an additional burden on the government. If you move that to the pension fund to pick up, you are eroding the pension benefits of other members. So it's, it's, it's a typical issue that you will have to have an actuarial position on 
understand exactly the cost of what you are doing. But something to have a look at. I understand that you are then putting a, a lot of pressure on the Government Employees Pension Fund, which is a defined benefit fund, still funded uh, uh, by the taxpayer as the ultimate backstop, but that can be funded over the next 40 years on a, on a pay-as-you-go basis. Uh, but certainly something worth uh, modelling at this time when, when uh, Labour seems to be digging in its heels uh, quite intensely. Uh, that was... Uh, Yes, Professor, yeah, yeah, so last comment, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I should add, of course, that the government only guarantees pensions up to the point of retirement. Once retired, civil servants have no guarantee of further pension increases to compensate for inflation after retirement. That is dependent on the returns in the fund. So you also have to balance any liabilities put on the fund with their rights of pensioners who right. Yeah, point well made. Professor Yanni Rousseau, interim head of the Wits Business School, with his reaction to the mini-budget.